whatever suits the person. You know, everybody's different. That's right. Everybody has, you know, a different past and a different, you know, circumstances. So, you know, it might make sense for somebody to buy used versus new. It might make sense for somebody to buy new versus used. And well, we, I can't wait to see all the comments. We oh, wanna, yeah. We want to help everybody <laughs> out. Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry, from business advice to safety updates to success stories. Also, to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, I'm Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family. And appreciate all you guys listening to us every Wednesday as we bring you some new information. Uh, try to bring you some good stuff to make good decisions, be a successful owner-operator here at Oakley Trucking, and also share things that uh, you know with your families too. So we all try to just uh, communicate the best we can and give you some good stuff. And on this episode, I've actually got two guys uh, sitting down with me. Todd Venable, the general manager at MHC Kenworth here in Little Rock. And I got Adam Campbell, a truck salesman here at MHC Kenworth in Little Rock. And, you know, we got to talking about, and I've been asked this from you guys, from our listeners a lot, is the new versus buying new trucks versus buying used trucks and some of the pros and the cons. And we're going to we're gonna get the information right from them. I mean, they deal with it every day, uh, sell new trucks, sell used trucks, and I think can give us a lot of information to help you if you're just trying to decide what's best for me. If it's your first truck, uh, coming out of the gate, maybe is it to, is new better than used? Um, you know, if, if and we'll talk about all the details in between. But also, if if you're an owner operator and and you've had uh, several trucks already, this may be something that'll really give you some good information on. You know, why should I buy a new one? Maybe so. Just uh, going to get a little more detail. We're going to talk a little bit about technology. I've got a couple of questions that I've written down that I didn't tell them about. Just going to try to throw them <laughs> a curve a little bit. So a little bit of everything. Aero Truck Sales has been in business for over 60 years and a longtime partner of Oakley Trucking and the Oakley Podcast. Trey Visor and Keith Wilson do a great job at putting you in the right truck to fit your needs and our needs here at Oakley. They carry all makes and models to choose from with on-site financing through transport funding. So whether you're a seasoned owner-operator or a first-time buyer, be sure to contact Keith Wilson at Aero Truck Sales at 573-216-6047 and tell him you heard it on the Oakley Podcast. Uh, let's get, just crank right up into it here and get started so we can uh, we can get this ball going because i got a feeling it's going to take a little while. So, Hey, guys, I appreciate you joining me here on the Oakley Podcast. Adam Campbell, Todd Venable. Thanks yep. for having us. Yeah. Thank you. You guys have y'all done it before. We were talking about it a while ago, and and you've done – this is your third, this is your second right. maybe, sitting down with us, and uh, it doesn't seem like it. It's been – I can't believe we've been doing it this long. We were talking about how uh, one of the first ones, Todd, came over and did, and it uh, it was back in the old office yeah. with the wood paneling. Right. It was just audio only. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long ago, we couldn't remember what we talked about. So. Yeah. Yeah, but your listeners can go back and check it out because it was one of the early ones. Right, I think uh, one of them was episode sixty nine. I can't remember if that was the second one or the or the first one. I think but, it was the second one because yeah. you were early on. Okay, I had yeah. to reach out to my friends to get this thing going. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get something going on. Well, you're doing good, that's for sure. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, y'all. You know, uh, uh, side note: MHC uh, Kenworth is, uh, and Oakley have you know. Uh, known each other, each other and dealt with each other for umpteen years nowadays, ever since before I got here, right? Uh, which was back in 94. So we were doing business before then. And uh, it, it's it's great that we're able to establish that relationship for all these years. And it's because you guys have the same, um, I think you, you have the same purpose in mind of making these owner operators, uh, you know, more successful. Right. And being better. So it's a big part of our business. Yeah. Yeah. So um, give us a, a little bit of history on you, Adam, real quick. So I've been uh, I've been selling trucks since uh, right around 2016. So before that, I was on uh, the parts sales side. And uh, before that, I worked the parts counter and then the uh, parts counter back in the shop. So uh, basically my whole adult life, I've, I've been involved on the dealership side 
with uh, commercial trucks at a dealership. So, how long have you been with MAC? Um, be about eight years total. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. How about you, Todd? So I'm on my thirtieth year. Awesome! Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Started in '93 selling trucks in Springdale, Arkansas. Wow. So I've uh, kind of traveled around my first four years. Landed in Little Rock in '96. Um, uh, this is where my kids grew up. We consider it home. We love it here. So I'm here to stay. So mainly uh, kind of truck sales, parts manager at one time. Been the branch manager since '98. So um, yeah, uh, had had a good run so far. MHC is you got an MHC tattoo? I I, I, I do. I do. <laughs> right beside his Kenworth tattoo. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's what it is when you've been there thirty years. You've done something. That's now. right. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. For that. Thank you. So good. Thank you. This new versus used is, I think, something that's not talked about enough. I think every truck driver out there has their "I'm new only," "I'm used only." type deal you know that's what they they are set on but i think i think talking to you guys you guys can give us you know a little more detailed on the pros and the cons of some of this stuff so first let's start with the new buying a new truck let's start with the pros what are some of the pros you want to start yeah i'll, I'll start so one of the obvious things is you're getting a new truck so you're not going to have to purchase tires, your maintenance cost is going to be lower for the first couple of years that you own the trucks. Um, so, you know, just the fact that you can get that thing on the road and understand that um, as you're making your paycheck, uh, it can go in your pocket and not go against maintenance costs. So you're going to save some money on maintenance costs just purely because everything's new on the truck. Mm -hmm. So you go. Yeah, um, you know, just to play off of that one more little thing, you know, everybody that buys a new pickup truck, new car, new work truck, yep. it's it's new. I mean, there's some pride in that. You're the first person that's owned it. And like he said, I mean, it's ready to go to work. Um, but the second pro, I would, I would say, is going to be the uh, manufacturer's warranty. So Kenworth, Peterbilt, whatever brand it is, you're going to get a warranty from that manufacturer that is going to be, you know, the best warranty that you can get. Typically, what is that? A standard out-the-door warranty on a new truck is going to be one year on the manufacturer's warranty. 12 months, 100,000 miles. After that, you've got the 24-month engine and after treatment, and that's pretty much standard. And then you've got your component warranties. A lot of the transmissions nowadays are five years, 750,000 on the automated manuals. Your axles are typically going to be five years, you know, so every, everything's going to have warranty on it from the get go. And then of course we have extended warranties from the manufacturer as well, mm -hmm. whether it be Kenworth, Cummins, Packard engine, um, transmission. So I can buy a new truck and have a warranty for how long if I bought 600,000 miles is about. Yeah, that's that's about the range that they want to go out to in terms mm -hmm. of miles. But like Adam was saying, you know, the warranties, we can talk about that for a whole session. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and we so, have. Before. And we have. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you know, you talk about the one-year warranty. Well, that's kind of we, we talk about in terms of kind of the bumper-to-bumper -bumper warranty. Okay. And then every other component on that truck has its own warranty that comes along with it. Gotcha. So alternator, like Adam Adam was saying, the engines have the, the, the two-year transmissions, rear ends. Alternator has a, a warranty of its own on, all the way on down the line, mm -hmm. cab structure, everything. So, you know, you're already covered with warranty when you first buy the truck. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not only do you have, you know, your maintenance costs low on the tires and, and you know, the windshield doesn't need to be replaced, et cetera. Yeah. But you've already got some some baked in warranties that you don't have to purchase, and if you do want to purchase them, there's some extended versions of every single one of those warranties that I just spoke of. Sure, and they're sure. usually comparative to, you know, an aftermarket warranty on the used. Mm -hmm. They're actually cheaper, and they typically cover more. The new new yes. warranties right. on new trucks, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and and the twelve month base warranty, like you said, that we can kind of consider a bumper to bumper. You know, that's basically everything on that truck minus wear items. So not going to be tires, not going to be brakes, mm -hmm. you know, filters, oil changes, stuff like that. But, um, you know, electrical, 
wiring harnesses, mm -hmm. you know, things of that nature. It's all included in that, as well as there's an adjustment period a lot of people don't know about. So I think it's 30,000 miles. The first 30,000 miles, you've got an adjustment period for whether it be alignments or vibrations, you know, rattles inside the cab. We've had, you know, unfortunately we've had rattles and, you know, we just have to address them and fix them. And that's no cost to the customer for that first little, basically mm. like a break-in period. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, because you're going to find it. Right. You are. There. Right. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. What else? New truck pros. Well, this goes along with what we were just talking about, but less downtime. Mm -hmm. So cer certainly everybody can understand that when we talk about the warranties, um, new tires, et cetera. So you're going to have less downtime. Yeah. So I, I don't know what more we can add to that, but right. it's just going to be less downtime. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's good. Modern features. Yeah. Technology. I, I put a slash technology there. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Fuel efficiency could fall into that mm -hmm. modern features as well. So every every few years, you know, all the manufacturers will update the design. Kenworth came out with a new one a couple of years ago that we call the next gen for the T680. You know, that is an updated design. It is more fuel efficient, more modern, along with the interior. You know, they've upgraded to a digital dash, um, just some more creature comforts. You know, just when you buy new, you get the newest and latest. Yeah. I mean, that LED a, lights. Every, right. every manufacturer has those now. They're, they're better visibility. They last longer. So, you're, you know, it's, it's more cost effective. Um, and so just like Adam said, you know, really and truly, just like your automobiles you see today, some of these features you see kind of blow your mind. You know, we've got the big screens in them now. Um, mm -hmm. You know, everything's digital. Um, you know, so a, a whole lot of the modern features, and that, that's a benefit. One thing we didn't put on our list is the smell. Yeah. That's a, right off the beginning. There has never been anyone else in that truck but you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that new smell. Just, yeah. yeah. Nobody else's smells in there yet. Yeah, that's right. right. You get to put the first one. Oh, in. yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, you also put here on your list financing, longer terms, uh, better rates typically. Speak on that in just a minute. So, um, you know, any finance company is going to look at a, a new piece of equipment as something that they can take a longer risk on, right? Because of some of the reasons we've just talked about, the warranties yeah. on them, the, the maintenance, uh, the less downtime. So, um, you know, when, you, when you're buying a new truck, typically you can finance them sometimes as far out as 72 months, sometimes farther than that. And so what that'll allow is uh, uh, somebody to get in the truck with a lower down payment. Or I, I should say, I'm sorry, not down payment, lower monthly payment. Gotcha. Because they're stretching the terms out. Yep. So, um, so many times the, the, the terms are better in, in, in aspect of, you know, how much am I going to pay a month for the truck? Is that something, Todd? Uh a little side note here. Is that something the finance companies have adjusted because of the increasing price of new trucks? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, finance companies. Because um, it seemed like it used to be 60 months. Was yeah. Standard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, they're in the business to finance equipment. And <laughs> as the equipment goes up, they've got to figure out how they, they chase that that as well. So, yeah, that 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 has certainly yeah. followed the price of the trucks. Another maybe piece of advice that could go into that along with, you know, plays in with the warranty. So what I try to advise people when they're talking about financing a truck, brand new especially, um, if they're going to go 72 months, I would do the warranty to match, you know, or as close to what it you as mean possible. Match. Go the time frame. Oh, okay. Mileage. How, how many miles a year are you going to run on that truck? And you want to, if they only plan to keep the truck for five years, then five-year warranty should mm -hmm. be fine. But you want to have that warranty on that truck as long as you plan to keep it. Yeah. So if they want to keep it for seven years and finance it for or six years and finance it for six years, then I would advise the the warranty to match. That way, they've got a peace of mind the whole time they're making that payment and not having to make a repair cost and a payment. Yeah. Just this next one may be your most important. Mm-hmm. Where where guy gets to pick what he wants he gets to spec out a truck i mean that's probably one of the number one reasons they buy new is because i get my truck right. get what i want when mm -hmm. you think mm -hmm. and a lot of guys if they've never sat down with the um a salesman 
and looked at all the options and different ways to configure a truck, it can actually, it can almost confuse a guy sometimes, but there are so many options that you can do on these trucks. I mean, you can make it exactly what you want. And that is a very, you know, important thing to some people. We've done some for some Oakley guys out of Little Rock. Like and, an example. Give me an example off the top of your head. Of something they can pick that's, you know, in, you wouldn't think so. Wouldn't think they could. Well, I, it, you know, engine, transmission, those are some of the obvious things. Rear end, ratio. Um, that's probably the big thing. Yeah. 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 So. Um, Interior packages. So now. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. For too. instance, now the T680 used to, the only way you could get a, a back wall storage on that truck was in a mid-roof. Well, now it's available in the high rise as well. So, um, you know, just saying a guy goes and looks at a stock truck at a Kenworth dealership at pretty much anywhere in the country, they're going to be double bunks. Well, he doesn't want a double bunk. Mm -hmm. Well, you can order that truck as a single bunk and have this back wall storage. It's got cabinets and shelving, and it's really, really a nice feature. And you're not going to find that in most stock trucks because you. most stock trucks are going to be built with double bunks. Um, you know, refrigerators, we... We put them in pretty much most of them nowadays, but you've got inverter options from the factory, um, APU options mm, from the yeah. factory with the S-bar heaters. You know, you're not going to see that in a lot of stock trucks. Um, you can do aluminum air tanks. You can do aluminum fifth wheel uh, saddles, a couple things like that that you can lower the weight of the truck. Um, different thicknesses of axle housings. Really? Um, disc brake versus drum. So, I mean, you could really dial in and get exactly what well, you there, want. There's some guys out there right, licking their chops right now. Going, oh, I love doing that <laughs> stuff. Some of those gearheads going, oh, yeah, that's my... Right. That's and it's fun to do. I mean, yeah, I bet it is. You know, we, we usually, or I usually will try to start with the spec of a truck and then we'll print it out and we'll look at it together and we'll go through it. Mm -hmm. And well, what do you not like about this? Or what do you want on this? And we'll we'll start changing things. And sometimes you may change it up ten times yeah. before a guy's happy. But um, you know, it, it's a it's a process, but it's it's a fun process. Well, yeah, yeah. Anytime you get to spec out what you mm -hmm. want, I mean, it's custom to you. Right down that's to pretty, the paint. That's you want pretty the, nice. You want the frame painted one color and the truck another, vice versa. You know, I mean, yeah. you can make it whatever you want. Last one on our list for new truck pros. Nationwide dealer support, right? Pretty important. Yeah. So you know, no matter what brand of truck that you buy, you've got a dealer network out there, and so and then it even compounds on that depending on what engine you, that you have in the truck. So um, we we sell Cummins engines as well as our Packard uh, brand of engines. So um, you know, you can not only take your truck to a Kenworth dealer to get it worked on. Uh, but you can take it to a Peterbilt dealer and any Cummins dealer uh, in, in terms of the engine. So, you know, that 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 is an advantage, I think, to buying a new truck is just the fact that you have so many outlets from coast to coast of where you can take that truck to get it worked on in the warranty period of time and not have to worry about, you know, not, you not being able to take advantage of the warranty. Okay. All right. Y'all sold me pretty good that, that a new truck is pretty convincing to order a new truck i got it let's talk about the negatives because we're here to give honesty yeah. to everybody so what's some of the negatives the cons new truck cons the biggest one and it's a pretty obvious one they cost more money yeah so um you asked about or you were saying something about a first-time guy you know that's probably the biggest con to a new truck a first-time truck buyer you know they're trying to start out it's just a lot more money yeah yeah, and the prices, uh, uh, I mean, it just steadily stayed up there since they've right. gotten up high. It seemed like they've just stayed up there and uh, big separation, right? which we'll get, get to later on, on the mm -hmm. difference between new and new. So price is one. What's some other stuff? Well, along with the price, on a new truck, you've got to pay federal excise tax, FET. Mm. And so that's currently at 12%. So every new truck, whenever you buy, you drive it off the lot, you're going to lose that 12%. Because you had to pay 12% you pay that times up the sale, sales price That's of the right. truck. To That's the, right. To the federal government. Wow. Yeah. So, There's no way around that. I, mean, I bet you've had guys try to figure out a way around that. No, I never have. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So now, Does that 12% does that change? 
So it has in, in uh, my time during uh, my, my it's always been twelve. It's always been twelve percent. Okay, but it's subject to change. So okay. that's why I say currently. You know, right, right, right. I okay. guess the only way around that is if it's a non CDO required truck, or actually if it's less than thirty three thousand GVW. So that's the line. So obviously any Oakley truck is going to be thirty three thousand GVW and over. So it'll all have FET on it. But our lighter duty trucks or medium mm-hmm. duty trucks that they are not um, FET taxable. Okay. Right. Okay. Tough. That's a tough pill to swallow mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. What else you got on the new truck cons? So um, the uncertainty of new technology. So like we were saying earlier, comes out with new stuff all the time. Well, most of the time it's a good thing, but there are issues here and there. One of the biggest ones that probably stands out to everyone is emissions. So every so often, every few years, there's a new EPA standard that engine manufacturers have to meet. So right now we're currently under the EPA 21. Well, there's fixing to be an EPA 24. So there'll be new emissions on those trucks. So what, you know, what could come with that? You know, we don't know yet. So hopefully it's, you know, hopefully it goes smoothly. But if you remember back, you know, back. Yeah. A while, yeah, there was some big problems when they first introduced DEF. And so they're making some changes to that starting when? 24. When they're building 24 trucks? Right. Mm-hmm. They'll, be, they'll actually be classified as 25-year models, but the, they build in the 24 calendar year. That was actually one of my questions at the end was what changes are coming to new trucks. Well, then we can dive back into I it. I mean, let's, let's go ahead. I mean, I think that's <laughs> Even though, yeah, I get a little sidetracked, but yeah, on, on new truck cons, but that, you know, that is a con because mm-hmm. we're, if we don't know what those changes are going to be. Right. Well, so really, it, it's just as simple as this. They keep lowering the NOx uh, levels that are uh, allowed. Mm-hmm. And so they keep narrowing that box and making it smaller and smaller. And when I say they, the government. And so the engine companies have to follow that mandate in order well, to have approved. So explain that. They keep lowering the knocks. Okay. So to that, somebody, to Annabelle. Explain. All right. So that that's clearly just the nitrogen uh, oxide level of the exhaust. Yeah. So what's oh, coming out so of the pipe? Keep, what's coming out of the pipe? How clean is it? Just keep trying to get it cleaner and cleaner and yeah, cleaner right. and cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, eventually, yeah. the, you know, this is way down the line. Engine manufacturers talk about it already. Eventually, I think the goal is 2050, zero emissions. I don't, I don't know how that's achievable. But electric. No, there's, there's other ways that they're working on. It won't be just electric, but that is the ultimate goal, mm. is zero emissions out of these uh, engines. Then it's not an engine. <laughs> that's right. Right. And <laughs> it, is, what... it is out of our control. They're right. Yeah, well, you know, the, the engine manufacturers, just, they have to meet the regulations. They cannot produce the engines in the United States. Right. Yeah. So there's already hydrogen being tested, and, and, and they're finding some success with that. Um, Cummins is even talking about a new platform of engines that are going back to gasoline. Mm-hmm. The smaller truck engines. Smaller truck engines. Um, mm-hmm. And so there, and there's combinations between electric and um, diesel and how much that'll be emission wise. So I think, you know, everybody's got a different platform that they're trying to uh, explore to see what works the best. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we've had uh, natural gas engines out for some time now, you know, and there's challenges with every one of them. That's the whole, whole Mm -hmm. thing. There's nothing that fits into the same, um, success or capabilities of what a diesel engine can do right now Mm -hmm. when it comes to how far they can go range to um, uh, how easily it is to fuel your truck and how many fuel stops there are. And, um, you know, you can just go on and on with that. So if you talk about electric or you talk about even natural gas that's been around for a while, you know, the big thing there is how far can the truck go? So you're limited on the range. And how many fuel stops are there in between here and where you're going? Yeah. So there's a lot of challenge that that are going to have to be met um, I don't proclaim to be an expert on any of it, but that's just the, 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 the clearly the things that are going to be the obstacle. I had a guy on, uh, on the podcast, uh, it was earlier this year, he's from Washington, D.C., and that's exactly what we were talking about was the infrastructure mm-hmm. on, you know, you go to electric where there's no place to right. 
there's no place to recharge them anywhere. You know, I mean, there are places that are getting it, but that was a good episode for people to go back and listen yeah. to. I don't know which one it was exactly, but. but just the last thing I'd say on that for for everybody listening, the diesel combustible engine is not going anywhere right. anytime soon. So it's it's going to be around. Not, not they're just going to keep they're going to keep adding to the filter of the exhaust. I mean, that's yeah. the goal. Oakley Trucking is a 100% owner-operator company. We specialize in hopper bottom, end dump, and pneumatic trailers. We provide the trailer free of charge, and you provide the truck. We have a large customer base that reaches the whole United States as well as parts of Canada. Our owner-operators live anywhere from Texas to North Carolina to Pennsylvania to Wisconsin and everywhere in between, and we get them home weekends. We take it seriously when you join Oakley Trucking because we need you to be successful. Oakley offers great benefits and competitive mileage pay, so you know that when your wheels are turning, you're generating money no matter if you're loaded or empty. We understand that you want to make a good living and that you make our living. We only take on independent contractors, and to be honest with you, we are very particular on who we lease on. You must have a good driving record, good work history, and clean, dependable truck. So if you're interested in Oakley Trucking or just want some more information, you can go to oakleytrucking.com, listen to our weekly podcast, The Oakley Podcast, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, new truck cons. Um, okay, we've discussed price, federal excise tax, uncertainty of this new technology. Now the next one, availability. Right. So, Explain that a little bit. So... Here in the last few years, COVID, uh, manufacturers had, have had some constraints in terms of the suppliers being able to supply them the parts to build the trucks. So Kenworth has mandated a um, limitations on how many trucks each dealer group can get. So we're on what, what's called an allocation. And so that limits the number of trucks that I can sell to my customers. And so when they can't build as many trucks, then there's less trucks available to to to, mm -hmm. to be able to offer so and when there's less supply and there's more demand price goes up but there around. is good news to that so as far as availability goes as of right now we're on cons right now this is all <laughs> negative i'm just kidding Go yeah ahead. Tell but it, tell i mean the availability is an issue that is a con but it has gotten better in recent months as far as you know availability of new trucks there are trucks on the ground that are available now as of, you know, a year ago, you wouldn't find one. I mean, if you didn't have your name on a list and yeah. an order placed, you were not getting a new truck. So they have gotten better. That's so now you've got stock trucks. Correct. We did. That, that are available and mm -hmm. pretty good. But if I was going to order a truck from you today, mm -hmm. how long is it going to take me to get it? Uh, as far as that goes, um, you know, we'd have uh, about – three months is what we're looking at you'd be at well four months so probably around february the end of january if you were to sit down with me and we built a truck and you were ready to go we could have a truck by by february of next okay. year right. but you got nice ones on the lot that are ready right to, ready to mm -hmm. yeah, that's good more availability new truck cons financing so anytime you're talking about a higher price piece of equipment you're going to have a higher down payment and so the price to pay poker goes up when you're talking about a new truck mm -hmm. so yeah pretty simple yeah right. cost more you got to have more money yeah and probably probably better history better credit right yes typically on a new mm -hmm. i would think so i added one here on a new truck con that's not on your list um but i thought about it was insurance rates if somebody's considering buying a right I that mean, makes sense it's gonna be it's gonna your insurance is gonna be higher because right. you're you're covering more. Yeah, you're covering yeah. more more money. Yeah. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, so you got to kind of figure that in. A lot of people, you know, don't even figure in insurance. They just want the truck. Yeah. Just go buy the yeah. truck, and then all of a sudden, their insurance payment is like, you know, high. And they're like, well, that's what you got. Mm -hmm. Okay, new. We covered new pretty good. Uh, I think it was real good, guys. Um, sorry it took, it took me a little long there to get to it, but that's all right. No. Let's talk used truck pros. So... I'm interested in buying a used truck. What are the pros of buying a used truck? All right. So first one's kind of like the new price. So what you're going to get is, you know, the the depreciation on that truck. The first hit has already been taken. 
um, which I think might be on there mm -hmm. in another spot. So that's all right. Uh, but yeah, you know that that FET we were talking about, it's already it's been, been taken. So um, lower price. That's probably the biggest factor as a pro for a used truck. Yeah, and that goes into um, Todd. Your last one here, current market. It's a buyer's market. So the the actual price of used trucks are coming down or what? yes yeah so we've kind of hoped they've hit bottom but you know we have just come off record values if you will if that's how you want to want to state it um of used equipment um guys that were selling trucks were getting more than what they had paid for them two two years ago um we could trade for anything and 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 make money on them i mean it was just a, a really wild wild west market you know and so that everybody knew that was going to level out, come down, get back to normal. So we probably get, had a market adjustment that's a little bit farther than normal right now. But we are, it, it's low now. And so it's a buyer's market. Mm -hmm. And, and just in, in terms of entry level price of vehicles, it's as low as it's been in years. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't think that, I guess, but uh, I mean, you know, there being such a big gap between new and used, if if uh, used is coming down, but you you've got a surplus of used trucks. I mean, out there is there a? There is. That's kind of the next point: the the wide variety and selection. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, we have tons of trucks right now, um, used. Yeah. There is a uh, just a vast, you know, selection. Now are of these uh, are these trucks the used trucks? Are they more? They got more miles on them than the used trucks you, you had five years ago, it seemed like, or is they, are they still getting rid of? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, well, they kept their trucks longer, so now they've probably got 600,000 miles on them instead of the ones we used to buy or, or refer guys to you to buy with 300,000 on them. We still have them. You yeah. still have them, yeah, so that's do. good. That's good. And, and so a lot, of the, <clears throat> a lot of the big fleets, you know, they're going to stick to a trade cycle. Uh, mm. That's based on miles. Okay. And they, their their whole program is based on, you know, that trade cycle and trying to stay within that. So, um, you know, MAC is a pretty big company. So, you know, we have a lot of big fleets that we sell to, uh, and they, they've continued to trade their trucks on a normal trade cycle. So we're still seeing a lot of the trucks that are, you know, high threes, low fours on miles. Okay. Um, and they continued to trade the trucks during the COVID period, if you will. So yeah, we we've we maintained a, a really nice level of inventory. Mm -hmm. So that's good. I mean, yeah. You know, to have a lower price, it's going down, a wider variety. I mean, and yeah. now and now you financing. That's one of the pros of financing a used truck, I guess. Right. So it's kind of like the new with a higher down payment. Mm -hmm. typically used is a lower down payment yeah. uh, just because the overall financed amount um you know your first time buyers we've said this before on previous shows but um you know a rule of thumb that that's been this way for a long time is about 20 percent yeah. down just for a first time buyer so 20 percent of a sixty thousand dollar truck is a whole lot less than 20 percent of a hundred ninety thousand dollar truck that's right that's right yeah, that, that's what we actually tell them when we're talking to them in a recruiting department. They ask us a lot of times. We say, "Well, the rule of thumb is twenty percent. You better, yeah. you know, if you don't have twenty, then you better it's, keep saving." It's mm -hmm. pretty well stayed that way. I mean, yeah. yeah. What else are, you, are pros if you're wanting to buy a used truck? Um, the next one's maintenance. So you're more uh, more options as far as where you can take a used truck. So if your truck is not under a manufacturer's warranty, and you want to use a local shop to do whatever maintenance needs to be done, well, then you can do that. Where if it's a, a brand new truck and you're having something done and you take it somewhere that's not a, a Kenworth dealer or a Peterbilt dealer, like he said, for a Packard Cummins or something like that, uh, you're gonna end up paying for that repair yourself. So on a used truck, mm. you can kind of take it wherever you'd like. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of guys, they want to use their mechanic. Right. That's right. And I don't blame them. No, I don't you either. Know, they, well, they feel good about it and want to use that. But, and you can do that when you got a used truck. That's right. Right. But what about this, uh, this last one here of extended warranties available? So the biggest thing about the extended warranties on used is, yes, there's a lot of them available. Um, and the ones we sell are, are still very good warranties. And um, the biggest 
uh, pointer I would say to anybody that purchases one of those warranties is anywhere you go to get a repair done on that truck, you should ask them up front, do you guys honor this warranty? And they should know whether they do or not. Yeah. But there's a lot of places, almost any dealership in in the country does say premium 2000. I mean, that's probably the most popular warranty. And there's a lot of smaller shops out there that are in premiums, you know, um, network for repair facilities. But I would definitely ask before you take your truck under a used truck warranty somewhere if they honor it or not. Yeah, they need to know that. Okay, just a refresher, we are here. I got uh, Todd Venable and Adam Campbell with MHC Little Rock sitting down with me. We are talking uh, pros and cons of new trucks, pros and cons of used trucks. We're down to, to the last used truck cons. Uh, we just finished up with the pros of buying a used truck. A lot of good things in there, you know, including the price and the financing. It seems like price right now is the, the best part of that one because uh, it is a buyer's market. Uh, but what are some of the negatives that somebody needs to think about if they're if they're looking at buying their, you know, t- typically, Adam, a lot of guys, you know, come to Oakley. A lot of them are company drivers. They're getting in their first truck. They're nervous as a cat. They don't know what to expect. They've never bought a truck before. Um, you know, I think a used truck is a smart way to go, but there are some negatives to buying a used truck. Mm-hmm. What's some of those? Um, so... The first one that we kind of listed is you're you're limited to a truck that's already built. It's already on the ground. So you're not going to be able to change a lot of things about that truck. You know, um, engine transmission, rear axle ratios, you know, things of that nature, the way the interior's set up. You can add some things on your own if you want, but you're, you're buying what's already there. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to really tailor fit it to you exactly. Well, you can get what you got, but that's what you're yeah. looking at. You and there is a, looking at. There is a variety, so we already stated that as a, a pro, but like he had mentioned, when you sit down and spec a new truck, man, you get to pick every single item and how you want that truck and uh, all the way down through every nut and bolt on the truck just about. Yeah. And that's where you're limited on your specs based on what's on the lot, what you have, because the truck's already built. So, mm-hmm. um he used to sell new trucks, didn't he? <laughs> also, also, let me add to that. So on the used cons, um, you know, this has happened um, several times, I'm sure. But these transmissions nowadays, they're, they're much more advanced electronically, technology-wise. And uh, with Oakley, especially PTOs. Mm-hmm. If you're buying a truck and it's a used truck, you know, you need a, to really dive in on an automatic to make sure that it is one that you can run a yeah. PTO on because the last thing I want to do as a salesman is sell a guy a truck that he can't use for what he's intending to buy mm-hmm. it for or find out that it's going to cost him a whole lot more money to make it work. And, and, and that is not any salesman's intention, I hope, but it can happen. It's happened. Oh, yeah, I know. It has, it has happened. So, you know, that's another big con that's not necessarily listed out individually but yeah uh, i mean if a guy's going to hopper it's fine but if he ever wants to move to another division one day you know it could be an issue it limits him right yeah we we've we've been fighting that that's a whole nother subject we've been fighting those automatics and Mm -hmm. most of them will work there's just a few and then some of them just have to have some uh things added to it or the the uh you know speaking the terms i don't know but the you have to let the motor know that it's getting a PTO or it has to be programmed. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some they of that happens. There, there's ways to do it, but there's some out there that ain't happening. Yeah. Right. We're not right. putting a PTO on. Mm-hmm. So. And so, I mean, a, a good rule of thumb, just to let everybody know if it's a manual transmission, I mean, you're not going to have that issue. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of guys don't have a, a manual CDL, I guess. So. Well, which is, okay, one of my questions, are all truck manufacturers going to automatics? So all the truck manufacturers are already have an automatic option, right? And yeah, so are they, are they gradually weeding out manuals? Well, I don't think it's a matter of weeding them out. I think the the buying public is who's weeding it out. So, you know, with the driver shortages and the challenges that every company has with hiring drivers, 
Um, man, that you know. So you're saying the demand's not there. The the demand is going away now. There's certain applications, vocational, mm-hmm. uh, a standard transmission still more prevalent, right? Um, but hood, it, hood trucks, hood trucks, you know. Um, but when it comes to you know your fuel efficient, um, those trucks, I've had I've had companies call and tell me that hey, you know, our first automatic, this driver was not going to drive it. Uh, convinced him to take it on a trip, came back and said he'll never get in a manual again. You know, yeah, so yeah. It, it's it, it's a better product than it used to be. Um, so it's very reliable. Um, it's easy to drive um, as a company standpoint or an over owner operator standpoint. Puts more money in your pocket because it'll get better fuel mileage. That's proven. And so there's too many advantages to it. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're they're also putting people through CDL schools that that's all they are right. allowed to drive. Their right. license will have a restriction. Their on license it. will have automatic only on it because they've never driven a standard. Mm-hmm. So that's right. I mean, I know y'all heard the joke about the guy that stole the car out of the neighborhood, and he you we found it the next morning parked at the uh, stop sign and doors open because it had a manual transmission and he couldn't drive it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Okay. Well, you know, I think, um, well, we've got a couple more there on used mm-hmm. truck cons. Um, what, what's some negatives on buying a used truck? Unknown history of the truck. Mm. You know, typically whenever we acquire a truck, whether it's via trade or we purchase it, we try, try to find out everything we can about it in order to know what kind of condition it's in. Um, but there's certain things that you're just not going to find out, you know, or, or, or know. And so, um, there's a little bit of that where, you know, you try to take it through a used truck inspection and, you know, look at all that, but there's not everything that you're going to catch. So just the fact that you're buying something that's got, you know, a certain amount of miles on it, um, that's certain years old and you just really don't know where, what, and why that truck's been used. And so you really just don't know what you're getting in, in, in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anything to add to that? Um, you know. The other part of it, I guess, is uh, the downtime on a used truck. It, it plays into Yeah, that. I saw you put that on there that uh, downtime might be more. Right. Well, you, which I guess it's a used truck, so you, you're just going to have to replace more stuff, more right. parts. Yeah, the truck's got 500,000 miles on it versus no miles. Odds of yeah. having an issue are going to be greater. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, so, you know, that, that being said, the extended warranty – is an option on used trucks that can work mhc sales and uh we try to advise that every time just because you don't want to be making a payment on a truck and spending fifteen thousand dollars at a shop yeah so but yeah i mean the, the likelihood of, of repairs are higher on used than new the only thing else i added up on mine was resale value mm-hmm. i guess could be what what would you consider that uh, pro con pro on new con on use so, so i've got it kind of on both so we already talked about the pros of used um and you know the current market it's a buyer's market but i also put it as a con because if i purchased a truck three years ago when the market was high and i'm trying to trade that truck now then i might be in a situation where I'm upside down based on what the value is today. Yeah. So it can be both. Right. I bet you're seeing a lot of that right now, right. probably. Yeah. We are. We are. And yes. there's, you know, kind of play on that one more thing, you know, on the new versus used. So a lot of guys get in a cycle, kind of like he spoke about with the fleets. They're on trade cycles. So on a new truck, say you buy one, you plan to keep it for three years, you have warranty the whole time. You trade it after three years, you're on the plus side of it. You got some equity in it. You come out. Typically, you do, don't you? Most of the time, Most yeah. Most time, if, you if do. The guys, you I mean, know, as long as they hadn't run it in the ground. Or missed payments and stuff like that. But, yeah. yeah, if they're making the payments, they get to the good side of it. They've got some equity in that truck. A lot of times in those situations, a guy that trades every three or four years, um, he get in a new one without having to put any money down because he can take that equity out of that mm-hmm. used truck and roll it in. And then he's got a new truck every four years, and he's always got warranty. And so a lot of guys, that's what they want to get to, yeah. or they have gotten to, and that's the way that it works best for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that seems like the smart thing to do, you know, mm-hmm. but 
but there's some guys out there that uh you got to get there you got to get there you know you got to be able to get there first so right. sometimes you got to take that step mm-hmm. getting that used truck first. right and, and we've sold some used trucks to some some oakley guys over here that had great luck i mean just never have issues mm-hmm. you know you just don't know what you're going to get yeah we yeah. hope that's the case but you just don't know yeah i think it's uh you know it's it's just everybody has a different preference on mm-hmm. it and and it's uh it, it's a lot of it's what they can afford but eventually i think their goal is to be able to i mean i would think an owner operator's goal is to be able to spec me out a truck man mm-hmm. i've hit i've hit the top when i can get my own truck right for the job i'm doing and spec it out the way i want to mm-hmm. i think it would be good uh, a couple other things um parts availability we covered that a little bit with the maintenance and stuff um is that still an issue or is it is it, it gotten better it's gotten a whole lot better um there are some pockets where it's an issue so um yeah we yeah. We, t- we still talk about it yeah yeah i mean what can you do right um I, we talked about fuel efficiency that was one of my questions is the fuel efficiency getting better with the new trucks I mean, all the time. It seems like, I guess, mm-hmm. definitely a yes. Yeah, yes. it's it's got to be. It's so. top priority, pretty much, uh, for all the manufacturers. I mean, well, it ought to be for yeah. what these trucks cost. <laughs> I mean, right. it ought to right get some better fuel mileage. I mean, and 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 help these guys that have got to have these trucks. So. It kind of plays into the EPA along with the emissions. I mean, manufacturers get credits for building fuel efficient trucks mm-hmm. and it's a kind of a confusing thing but it plays into how many hood trucks you can build versus aerodynamic trucks and there, there's some sort of equation the government has their hand in that as well so um, all the manufacturers are trying to build fuel efficient trucks so one last thing here got to talk about the pre-emission trucks mm-hmm. um you know are you guys still seeing a, a bunch of those i mean are they or, or if you have an opportunity to get your hands on one, do you buy it and then because it's going to sell quick, or or is it no because you probably can't find? I don't know if people even finance those an '05 model, an '07 model. That's the trick. That's so it. That's it. I we mean, do yeah. see them. We actually have one right now. Yeah, um, that's an old W900 98 model. So the deal is on those. Like you're not going to get financed unless you've got a, a credit line through your personal bank that right. you can go borrow from. You're not going to find a commercial lender that's going to loan you the money on a 2000 model truck. Is the demand still pretty high for those trucks, pre-emission trucks? I'd say there's people that look for them, but not as many as there used to be. Yeah, used to when the when the rule first came out. Yeah, they were all, you know, you mm-hmm. couldn't find. I wish I'd had a yard full of 07s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that, no they were selling like hotcakes back then, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, now, I mean, you can't get it worked on. You got to take it to, I mean, y'all can't work on a pre-emissions truck. Now, now we can't a pre-emission. What mm-hmm. we can't work on is a truck that's been deleted. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so, it been deleted. Yeah. So we're not scared of uh, pre-emission trucks in terms of purchasing them. You just have to be in them right, knowing that these trucks are going to not be financed like Adam pointed out, and somebody's got to come to the table with cash. And mm-hmm. so... You just got to be in them right. But they're still finance, popular. Yeah, because finance companies don't want to That's right. something. That and most of the time, what I've experienced, just personally, the guys that are looking for those trucks are usually local guys yeah. that are, you know, not running coast to coast. They're usually yeah. regional or, or whatnot, and they just they don't want to have to deal with the electronic logs or something. Yeah, right. Okay, last thing I got. This is it. We're going to close on this one. This one's for you, Todd. Tell me about this anniversary truck parked out here on the parking lot. Well, so Kenworth's 100th anniversary um, of building trucks is this year. So they came out with a uh, a W900 um, special edition truck. So it's got some neat badging on the inside that signifies that it is 100th anniversary. So it's a special truck. Um, They're also identified by the serial number of the truck. There's only... Um, Adam, help me out with this. 900 ever. 900 of the W9s built that are going to be the anniversary edition. They have a spe- uh, special paint scheme. Um, really neat uh, interior design All changes. 
No, no. you can get no. them in a studio. There are some that are the uh, 72 inch mid roofs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've even got some T680s. Now there, there's more of those built than just the 900 W900s, right. but um, real I I uh, I catching truck. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's sitting out here. You guys. Uh, parked it out here on our yard for a few days. It's short now. Be- beautiful interior. We're we're really proud of what Kenworth did with yeah. it. It's, it's yeah. similar to, you know, they did the Icon back a few years ago. And then, um, you know, Peterbilt's had some numbered trucks. It's just it's just neat. Yeah. You know, it's it's cool to say I've got number 322 out of 900. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. But uh, 100 years in business is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's worth celebrating. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guarantee you. Good. Well, anything else you guys like to add? All covered it, didn't we? I appreciate you having us. Yeah, and, thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate y'all sitting down with me and doing this. I think mm-hmm. this is this is good information for everybody out there, not just our own round players make decisions, people we're recruiting, but, you know, just to help them, give them some pros and cons of what's best for them maybe in their scenario and things to watch out for. So, thank I will, you. Yeah, I will say one last thing, you mm-hmm. know, whatever suits the person, you know, everybody's different. That's right. Everybody has, you know, a different past and a different, you know, circumstances. So, you know, it might make sense for somebody to buy used versus new. It might make sense for somebody to buy new versus used. And well, we, I can't wait to see all the comments. We oh wanna, yeah, we want to help everybody out. How about <laughs> I that? Get, I can't wait to see what all the comments we get on this stuff. So, hey, I appreciate everybody. Uh, and speaking of comments, be sure and and give us some comments down here. What you want to hear? What what you thought about the episode? Uh, it really is nice, and if you've got questions for Todd or, or Adam, you can, of course, give them a call over to MHC in, in uh, Kidworth here in Little Rock, uh, or you can send them to me. I'll be glad to pass them along to them. But, you know, I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. You guys do, you know, a great job giving me feedback, and it's it's always good to have a good good listener base out there. So uh, if you got questions, let us know. Other than that, we'll uh, talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.